Welcome to the Out Angle Me podcast. This is episode 15. I am with my co-host, Dan, Mr. Mazzola. What's crack-a-lackin', my friend? I'm good, bro. Just jumped off a flight from Mexico and now touched down in San Diego. So we're getting pretty close now. Mate, you are fucking living the dream with your travel. I uh, envy you just a little bit. <laughs> now, um, I don't know. To be a... honest, I'm, I'm over it. <laughs> are you? Enough trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, we have a special guest on today. We have an IFBB Pro Classic Physique competitor, Callum Hines. How are you, mate? What's cracking? How you yeah, been? Good. We want to yeah, hear good. all about you. You are the talk of the town at the minute. You're a big, large, and in-charged individual. And as we were just hearing, you are in your full off-season as we speak. So who is Callum and what oh, pretty much... How did you get into it, man? Like, fill, fill us in from the, the time you uh, were a young and all the way up to obviously becoming a pro. Yeah, right. Well, thanks for having me on, first off. Um, but, um, by, yeah, so from the start of things, I think I got amongst the gym, probably like most young teenagers did, just wanted to put on a bit of size in the, um, the off-season of the footy season. Um, I grew up playing AFL and stuff up in Queensland. And then from there, I put on a... I guess I grew pretty easily, and then the gym sort of overtook the sport and the footy, and then I guess as the years went on, I was probably like 17, 18, um, stopped playing footy, gym took over, and then now I'm 24, so it's like, like seven years on, where it's just been gym, 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 it's been like, it's pretty much all it is, but um, yeah, I think I evolved from wanting to just put on general size and look cool, to more so not worrying so much about how I look, but more so about being competitive in like the sport. Because <laughs> so, I think now I, I wouldn't say like we look good in everyone's eyes. Now it's more about just trying to look good for judges on the stage. So like, your uh, yeah. priorities sort of change a little bit. But yeah, 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 I think that's for me. Just going from little things, and this as, as times evolved, it's sort of gotten more and more into deeper into the sport of bodybuilding, really, and then up to the point where. I uh, competed in April or something this year, won my pro card in Classic Physique, uh, IFBB, and then, yeah, now I'm in like a growing season, so growing to put on a bit of extra weight to be competitive in the, the pro leagues next year. Mate, that's uh, that's pretty awesome, mate. It's hard enough winning a, winning a show, let alone getting your pro card. So um, how many shows have you actually done before you actually won your, your pro card? Well, my, the one I won my pro card in was only my third show, so... I'd oh, done eight, really. I'd, I'd prepped for, I think, one or two that got cancelled because of COVID and stuff. Right. Um, right. But my first ever show was 2020, uh, just before COVID hit and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. That's fucking unreal, show. man. That's fucking unreal. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Good job, bro. So you're only 24, and you've been, oh, you've been what, sort of in, <laughs> in and out of the gym for so about 16, 17. So you've been pretty much training for about five years. Now, which is, I'm 24 now, so... Seven years, yeah. So it takes me a bit of time to do the math, but yeah. Yeah. And so did the passion for the bodybuilding take over the footy? Or uh, yeah. was injuries or anything? that? Yeah, it did. Like, so I think I grew heaps in like an off-season. I was like, oh, shit, I just want to keep doing this. I don't want to go back and do all this cardio and lose the size of slack. <laughs> and then, yeah, I think from that, I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to do this, I've got to start taking it even more seriously. And then, yeah, it just went through the roof. Damn. That's crazy to be pro at 24 and I mean obviously there's weight caps and probably you can explain this a bit better for the audience but within classic physique there's a height restriction and then a weight restriction within that so you're whereabouts are you at that moment with um, so, your progress so I'm 181 centimeters and there's this weird equation that always confuses me but it's like your height 
subtract something divided by, I don't know, it's a weird weird sort of yeah. equation like that, but I think if you're within, uh, for me being 181 as an amateur, I could be 93 kilos on stage as a maximum. Um, yeah. And then now as a pro... I'm 93? Yeah, 93. Well, I wouldn't fit there anymore. Um, but no. now as a pro, obviously we get given more weight to play with, so I can be, I think, around 100. Um, so I'm one... Yeah, seven kilos. I believe it is seven kilos, yeah. yeah. yeah it's, it's, it, they do it in pounds. So, it always throws me off, but yeah. So if I was a hundred and I'm up six foot one, yeah. How how much weight's that? Off the top of my head, I think you'd probably be just as an amateur, you'd be probably just over a hundred. But then as a pro, you'd be extra. Hundred seven hundred eight. Yeah, it always confuses me converting pounds and feet and centimeters yeah. and all that sort of stuff. But it'd be yeah, I think low one hundred. So I think when I last checked, I think as a pro one oh one, I think is my cap now. Um, and I'm sitting at 114 now, so I've got, I've got to, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I want to keep going, but I don't know if I need to be a little bit careful because I've got to drop back a fair bit before showtime, but I'll make it work. We'll squeeze in. What, what were yeah. you last on stage when you turned uh, pro? On stage, yeah. I was like 89, so I was I was very light. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I'm lucky. So you've got plenty of room to grow. Oh, heaps of room to grow, yeah. I've got very small yeah. joints, so I think I sometimes appear to be heavier than I am just because I've got like, yeah. a smaller hip bone and it's like joints and stuff are sort of smaller so I've still got more room to fit muscle in within that you're a, per- you're a perfect bodybuilder pretty much yeah well it's yeah it's a little it's like I always hated as a kid because like, oh, shit, I'm like skinny but now it's, it's nice because yeah you got more weight to play with I guess it sort of makes you feel right. flow a bit more as well so now it's sort of coming yep, out yep, and I yep. enjoy it but yeah so what's, what's the that? what's the What's the goal for you moving forward? Obviously, you have your off-season. You've got plenty of weight to put on there. I guess it's a determination of how long do I want to grow for yeah. and kind of guess how much weight you might put yeah. on. Obviously, we can do calipers and all that kind of stuff and sort of have an estimate roughly of like how much lean mass you might mm. put on. But mm-hmm. where do you think you'll be looking at maybe next time you'll jump back on stage, make your pro I've, I've pro sort of debut? set it in my mind that I want to go mid-2023. So that's sort of, yeah. yeah, what's that, like eight months or so? Um, so that gives yeah. me a couple more months to grow. And my sort of mindset at the moment is like, I'm just going to grow as much as I can. Um, cause yeah. even though it's probably going to be, it could potentially be hard to squeeze into within that weight limit. I think it's doable. Like obviously, you know how it is when you start a prep the first few weeks, you'll drop a bunch of fluid and you'll sort of drop a bit of weight anyway with that. So, and then obviously, 100%, so, 100%. so I'm not too concerned yeah. about not making weight. Like if I was 89 on stage last start of this year, I don't think I would, uh, I'd put on like 20 kilos of stage weight within a year. So I'll see nah. how we go. But yeah, it's, it's a little bit scary because I'm like my body fat's at a fairly low point now for an off season. So I'm like, it's not like I have like yeah. a whole bunch to peel off to fit in, but yeah. I'll make it. But yeah, the, now the goal is just pure size. Yeah. Man, I've been, I've been following your progress over the last... Oh man, I've been following you pretty much since your, your pro card. So, and um, I have to say, the progress that you've made from stage till now is very, very impressive. Yeah, I appreciate it. Like yeah. I saw you at the Vic show. Yeah, no, I saw you at the Vic show, bro. And you were just fucking full as a house. Like, oh, presenting awards big, and stuff. <laughs> yeah, bro. You're like waddling on stage and waddling off. You just you got this ball of muscle on you. Like your belly, your muscle bellies are so big. Mm. You know what I mean? And like you were saying with your small joints and stuff, like you, you, I think you've sort of found, um, I think you've perfectly found a sport that's great for you. Like obviously you train your ass off, you're dieting pretty well. And 
Um, and you, he's certainly not out of shape for an off season. You know what I mean? Like you still got visible abs. Yeah. And and um, you know you, you, the amount of growth that you've made in the last couple of months, man, has been pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, it's been pretty good because awesome. I was I was in prep for the show's um, end of last year, which got cancelled. So essentially, mm. I was in like a restricted, like lower calorie sort of range from, I guess, what May, April, May ish last year, up until after these shows in April this year. So I think being in a right. deficit, or deficit or close to a deficit for a long time, my body's been like, oh shit, okay, now there's more food, we'll put it to good use. And I think I'm just, <laughs> I'm just so far up and going. But yeah, I think since the show, I've been like, I've, we reversed out of that diet from this show pretty conservatively. So. Food's been really slowly on the rise, so I've been able to keep condition in check. Um, but I think mm. it's been really good because my obviously insulin sensitivity is very high. I'm absorbing everything really well. And I think it's going to good use. But yeah, I've grown quick. And it's funny you say waddling on stage. The, the, the pants I was wearing, <laughs> I wore them last in prep, and I put them on the day of the show. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, I can't actually walk in them. Like they're like they're too tight. <laughs> bro, you were you were chafing so oh. bad. We almost called the fire brigade, bro. <laughs> <laughs> almost getting uncomfortable now. I need to go shopping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so run us through what your sort of your diet is at the minute. Like, what, what? So, the time you get up to the time you go to bed, what, what are you actually eating? What's very your, what simple. Are you very, very simple. So, I've got a coach, uh, Matt Jansen, over in the states who does all my diet planning and stuff. Oh wow! Um, and he's, I like the way he does it because it's very old school, very rigid, very basic. So I don't have to really be too creative with making it fancy, but. At the moment, I'm on six meals a day, and it's all just real basic stuff. Like, I'm not actually, I'm no protein powders, no nothing. Everything's just coming in through pure whole food. Um, but if we go from morning to night, every meal is pretty much a serve of meat, whether or not it be uh, lean beef, chicken, fish. Um, that's pretty much all there is. And then just different portions of rice between those meals. Um, different meals have different yep. veggies in them. We've got eggs in there, but like, Generally speaking, it's a serve of rice um, that's obviously weighed out and stuff, and it's pretty consistent per meal. And then, a, yeah, yeah, a lean meat sauce, pretty much. And that's that keeps me going right. every couple of hours. So I'm always eating, but my appetite's still like I could always eat more. I think I'm on about five and a half thousand calories now, uh, roughly speaking. So shit, there's plenty yeah. of food in there. But if I needed to bump it up, I'd my appetite-wise, I'd be able to smash in heaps. I feel so. Yeah, real simple. Really, right? At, right. At, at five and a half thousand, you don't. You're not like too full. You yeah, can still it's weird. keep going. It's weird. Like yeah, I could eat so much. Mate, that's you're so like me. You're like me on the off season. Uh, Dan, like Dan of all people, you can eat, bro. Like Dan. Can oh eat. yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's. I could get it in through like grubby calories, yeah. but if I'm eating it's clean, weird because I'm like rice all like, day. If I have tough. something that's not on plan, like because I, I allow myself like one off plan meal a week, um, in the off season. If yeah. I have something off plan, I can't eat. I feel like I can't eat a lot of it because my digestion just doesn't feel right yeah like, yeah good stuff I'm the same. Goes I'm the same. easy so which is a good thing because yeah. it means i'm not yep. gonna eat stupid yeah. <laughs> like stupid shit too much it'll throw me off but yeah what, what's your what's your main fat source uh most of it i guess most of it comes through eggs and then i've got a few meals that have like just um olive oil on it really so okay um yep. yeah that's yeah pretty much all there is just simple stuff and the rest of the fats are just accumulated just through everything else really through meats through and meats stuff and like that, yeah, yeah, that yeah. sort of stuff. But yeah, there's, it's not a my fats right. aren't super high. Um, right. Off the top of my head, I don't really know the exact numbers because I just got the meal plan, so I have to think about it. But they're, they're, it'd be more yeah, of right. a carb dense diet, carbon protein dense diet, obviously. Okay. So how long have you been so, working so, with Matt for? Uh, I think I started with him end of 2021. So it's been no. Yeah. So it's been no. Sorry, end of 2020. 
I believe, if we got my math right. Wow, so you've been working with me for almost Wait, what two is it years. Now? No, it's only been... No, no, no. Actually, no. She's been about a year now, I think, actually. If I, yeah. And it was like August of okay. 2021, so just over a year now. So this whole prep and the sort of reverse out of the cancelled show last year was with him. And I, and I right. love... Yeah. And how do you find him... At, at, how do you find him as he's a coach? He's great. Like, I think when I first signed, I was like, oh, yeah, he's a, like, obviously a well-known guy, a lot of clients. I don't know if you're going to get a whole lot of, um, I guess, attention. But I've actually been, I've got plenty of attention, plenty of um, feedback, plenty of help with everything. So I'm, I'm really happy. Um, yeah, I don't think I need like my yeah. hand held with coaches. I just wouldn't sort of need like a third eye to be like, all right, you're looking yeah. good, you're looking shit, you need to fix this, yeah. do this. And that's what he's been perfect yep. for. And I think in the period I've been working with him, I've probably made more progress visually than anything. So... I'm happy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I strongly yeah. agree with you on that, yeah. bro. <laughs> no, I've been happy. But it's yeah. definitely good to finally be in a growing phase with him, like after these last few months. Because obviously, yeah. Yeah, like we said, it was deficit cutting between shows, sort of weird periods and stuff. So being able to grow yep. under the guidance of a good coach is pretty, like it's, uh, I guess, yeah. it's good it, mentally because you, well you know that you're doing the right thing. Um, you know that your health's in check. Yeah. You know that everything else is going well. But it's also nice because you know that I guess you're working with someone who knows what he's doing. So it's, yeah. So his feedback, his feedback to you when he looks at your checking photos and stuff like that, what does he want you to work on? Um, like what, what, where's your imbalances do you think? And, or what does he think your imbalances yeah. are on your physique? So mostly programming that I'm doing now training wise is mostly back and uh, quad dominant. So mostly bring, I think for me always my back's been a weak point. Um, the last bunch of months, my back's gotten more work than anything. It's probably come up more than anything. Um, but I think there's always room for it to get bigger and then quads just need a little bit more not so much I don't think they need a whole bunch more size but it's more about just trying to get a bit more like lines and maturity and detail in them when it's time to jump on stage um, but then okay. again the, uh, it's more about again just bringing size up overall because coming from amateur weight limit to pro weight limit you're going against guys right. like, yeah trying to fit within 93 kilos or whatever at my height to guys who are trying to be about 100 at my height like I've got size to just sort of mature and just fill out overall. Um, so, yeah, it's just bad. For me, it's just getting big all over and just being mindful of those little areas. But, yeah. Right. Is, is, is what was your... Big... Oh, sorry. So, Dan, you go. I was just going to say, what was your... Well, do you remember what your weight reached in your last bulk before uh, you went yeah. into your I would have been about 104. So, this I'm definitely the heaviest I've been now. Okay, so I you're well up. Yeah, like prep. 10 kilo. Again, I started the last prep after like a after finishing another prep. So it wasn't like I had a whole bunch of time mm. to grow. But I think I started that prep yeah. at 104 kilos. Um, body fat was probably still a little bit higher than it is now. I'm probably leaner than I was then. Um, but I'm yeah. like 10 kilos up, which is sort of hard to believe. But Yeah. And yeah. Leaner. <laughs> it feels like it. So I'm obviously fuller than I was then because I'm in a, like a proper surplus. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like yeah. I'm leaner and bigger than I've ever been in like this sort of phase. Well, even just looking at your photos like, through your Instagram and that, and you, you compare those like stage photos to where you're at now, oh, you're like, yeah. world of difference. From a classic to an open body, but yeah, we're just about. Yeah, that's know? the thing too. I just, I just, <laughs> yeah, like you're almost gonna be a little bit careful, don't you? He's gonna be a little bit careful. I, 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 yeah, I gotta be careful. I'll make that, if I make the weight, it's more about just making sure that the look's right as well. Cause with classic, obviously, I'm sure you know, like with the judging criteria, they're fairly specific in what they're after. Like if you fit into the weight cap, but your shape is not uh, like classic, you're going to not place, even if your conditioning and your size is there. Like a lot of it comes down to just the symmetry and the flow and like the way you pose and like just the little specifics of the physique, which makes it tricky sometimes too. But 
Yeah, I think I think yeah. I've got a good idea in mind of what the judges are after in terms of like the classic look. So it's just about maintaining that as I grow, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now I was just going to ask you before: is is Matt big on um, micronutrients and supplementation? Yeah, yeah. So I've got a big list. Of, so like, um, I guess yeah, just a big list of health subs and stuff that I take from him as well. Um, being right. in the states, he's got his own brand as well, which makes things easy. That. Um, of course, he, he sort of he knows what's in stuff, but a lot of it's hard to access here. So I've got sort of a hybrid of some of the stuff from over there, and then some just more locally known brands here as well. Um, but yeah, right. I've got a, I'm, off the top of my head, I don't even know the whole list. There's a big list of you know how it is, like the big list of health ups and like organ support and just all the little yeah micronutrient things and whatever. But I I don't really have to, I don't really ask too much. I'm like, all right, you tell me to take this, I take this, as long as it's not um, going to be detrimental to health or whatever. But yeah. Of course, of course, yeah. But, yeah. So, after watching the shows that have just uh, come up, obviously, for coming out into nationals, they've got nationals, obviously, coming up. Um, and you know a little bit better than, than we do pulling names, but I did watch the shows. Um, the new up-and-comers. So, we've got some new up-and-coming guys that obviously want to be yeah. you. And, obviously, you inspire some of the well, pretty much most of the amateurs because they want to be in your position, obviously being a pro and, and obviously seeing your progression into the sport and only doing three shows, obviously, and, and then winning a pro card is pretty... Uh, that accolade in itself is pretty amazing. So um, now watching those shows and that, what's this, who are the sort of the standouts for you do you think that are up and coming? And, and obviously, you know, like um, from a national point, you have someone that you think may take it out or do you, what's your, what's your yeah, thoughts funny on you that? Say that? Cause, um, the guys that have won the last two weeks have been, that have won the overalls in classic, um, have been first timers. So the guy that won yesterday in Queensland, uh, overall classic, it was his first ever, uh, IFB show. I think he, yeah, yeah. he was, he was the muscle model. Say, he yeah, was so with it's us. not his first time competing, yeah, but yeah. first time in, um, classic, no, in no. hectic. Uh, I'm really bad with names, but I, I forget yeah. his name. Um, I know his Instagram's like Jay Swall or something, but he looks, Joey, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, Joey. I'm, I'm horrible with Joey, Joey, but he looked epic. Yeah. I think he'd probably likely take it. Um, the guy that won last week as well in New South Wales, again, I completely forget his name, but he looked awesome. He looked like a, um, I don't know, some guy out of like the Arnold era. He looked sick. Um, he was a first-timer as well. Went through yeah, right. like everything, and he looked epic. Um, who else has there been? Obviously, I've got mates in um, uh, South Australia who did well as well. Mate Jamie won the overalls down there in Classic. And then another guy, Cam, who looks awesome, right. came second, which I think are both pretty um, pretty likely to win it overall. Pretty as well. awesome. And then I think, yeah, all that's left is, I think, just uh, WA next weekend. And then it's Nationals. Um, so, right, yeah, right, there's right. A, there's... So after seeing all these guys obviously win their shows and obviously the overall... Who do you think would probably be the favourite? It's hard to tell. In my eyes, from what I've seen, I think my pick would almost be um, Joey from yesterday. Like he looked epic, um, but you never know who's going to pop up yeah. at uh, WA as well. So that, of course. that could be the thing as well. Yeah, because because um, we had obviously uh, Kobe. Kobe obviously competed oh, yeah, and placed second to him and that, and he he was he was he was obviously in my eyes a lot bigger than yeah, than Joey. Yeah. Um, obviously, stature wise, so not not over. I wouldn't say physique wise, but overall, he's a bigger guy. I think he's about six foot two, six foot three. By my yeah. understanding, he's yeah, pretty I tall. Yeah, I the gym the other and, day. Um, Holy shit! Like I didn't realize how tall you were, especially yeah. now when you see someone as like conditioned as he is. Like it's it's like 
impressive seeing someone in person who's that big, that shredded. So he's another one as well that can definitely... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, if everything goes to plan for nationals. Yeah, well, they've all got... Well, obviously, all of them have a few weeks now where they've got two weeks to obviously yeah, pull yeah. it in and stuff like that. And look, um, you know, we wish, obviously, all the competitors do very well and, and best of luck to the person that wins it. But um, it's, it's good seeing that, that that class in general is getting bigger and bigger mm. and bigger. That it's really taken the quality, a straight come through. Yeah, it's just it's taken over. I think it's almost taken over the male physique class. Almost, well, it's, yeah, it's very desirable. Yeah. Like the look, I think open bodybuilding is awesome, but not everyone desires to look like that. But I think more of like a general population will look at classic physique and probably men's physique in a way as well, and be like, ah, oh, I want to look like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it's yeah. taken over well. So I'm happy that I've jumped into it, sort of at the time where it's like on its rise. I feel. Like, I think there's yeah, still room yeah, it's, 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 building popularity, but it's definitely jumped up a lot since it started. So I think it's a good time to be amongst it. So if you guys ever jump back into it, I reckon I can get around classic as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I just do show by show at the minute. But um, yeah, as you, as um, Dan and I competing in two weeks, we're up for the um, Australian Pro Show, we'll try and take the Australian title. Um, and... Um, obviously, we can compete, compete against each other and, um, you know, we're best mates as well. So for us, it's, you know, there's nothing better, I feel, as competitors and across all the whole industry in general, yeah? Dan and I are very strong on this. And when it comes to, we don't care what federation you compete with. We just love yeah, bodybuilding. Yeah. yeah. Yeah? Yeah. And at the end of the day, like, I I think anyone that has the courage or the 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 dedication the discipline to even fucking get to stage is is commendable in itself like for us as as bodybuilders and we all are pro athletes here there is nothing better than obviously winning that pro card for one like it's a it's a it's a, a an amazing feeling and an award to know that you're the pinnacle on that day and you you are now a very small fish in a fucking big pond yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, you've worked so hard as an amateur just to get that card. And then you've got to come all the way back, jump in that little fucking, jump in that, jump in the ocean and be that small fish again with all the sharks and trying to obviously make a name and get bigger and better and grow the physique and all that sort of stuff. But Dan and I have always been very big on bodybuilding, no matter the federation. And we, we look, we love IFBB in general. We, we both were with IFBB for a very long time. And, um, Dan, Dan, obviously, I, I think Dan, Dan and I were close to, well, this will be my 30th show getting up uh, in two weeks. And I think you're the same, aren't you, Dan? You, you're yeah, up to about 30 that. shows now, man. So yeah. you know, the majority of my shows were with the <laughs> IFBB, NABA. Um, I did WFF. And then obviously I, I jumped across to the uh, WBFF um, because at the time, as I was saying the off air, there, there was no classic physique. The classic physique at the time was up and coming and we went across to New Zealand to try and compete and they wouldn't let us compete. So that was when I sort of jumped ship because I didn't think what was going to happen with the actual class. Now looking at it, the class is so big and so competitive yeah. that as any athlete across any federation, you want to be against the best. You want to make sure that your lineups in general are anywhere between, you know, 10, 15, 20, 25 people, because then you know exactly where you stand in that lineup. And if you take that fucking win, you know that you're the best on that day, which I I think is the best yeah, feeling in the world. And it forces you know? everyone to get better. So too. you've got more people rocking up. Like the caliber of the athletes is like so much better. Hundred percent. Classic 
in the Olympia, like for example, like what five years ago, they were tiny yeah. compared to now, just because there's more of them to try yeah. and like yeah, yeah, yeah. better themselves off. So it's sick. So how many normally normally now with the classic physique because of all the the obviously the NPC and um, the Arnolds, which is actually fading out at the minute. They're creating their own new names and, and branding for for obviously the um, festivals and stuff, um, well sporting fests. The, at the current time, there's nearly close to probably what twenty twenty five pro athletes or or um, or what do you call it? Um, 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 people that have actually been uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, that have obviously won a pro show and then obviously get qualified. I'm looking for qualified. Qualified to be in, in obviously the classic lineup for the Olympia. So now, like you were just saying, I think there was only like anywhere between like 12 to 15 people getting up on stage for that qualification. Now you're looking at close to 20, 25, if not 30 guys getting up for the Olympia in a qualification on the Olympia stage, which is close to men's physique. Yeah. You know, like that's fucking awesome, bro. So like, yeah, I... I want to know what's your next. When's your next pro show? I know you said mid next yeah. year, but what show? I haven't are you nailed in an exact show because I, I don't think they've announced the exact dates yet. So I'm sort of estimating dates off of what right. they did this year. Um, but yeah, I'm sort of up in the air. My initial goal was to do like just one of the big shows and jump out and do like a New York pro or like a Chicago pro or something like. Just wow, something yeah, like sick, just to, sick, I, yeah. I find it more exciting doing the big show, even if it's not as easy. I, yeah. Well, you certainly find out That's exactly where you would fit in. I would know, prefer to potentially yeah. not do as well as I want to do, potentially, you never know, um, in a bigger show, than go and find it easier doing a smaller show. Um, but saying that as well, right, there's right, so right. many shows that go on, I, I potentially could almost do a smaller one as a warm-up and then a couple of weeks following go to a bigger one over in the States or whatever. So it'll be, I, I think, roughly around June-ish, June-July-ish that I'll be jumping up on the, on the stage next. Um, but I'm just in the process of organising first off the exact dates, then organizing all the travel and all that sort of stuff as well. Um, but yeah, so if yeah. now's what's now October, so it gives me probably maybe, I don't know, three or so more months of the off season growing and then it's time to start prep. So yeah, I'm in the process now of looking at it. So do you normally, so do you normally do what, a, a 20 week prep? You're uh, sort of planned a 20 week prep, what I say? 16. I think, again, last the last prep okay. I think was close to 14, but it, we, we come off the back end of another prep anyway. So it was sort of like a, it was like, yeah. Right, so you're sort of it was like a, ready. It was like a yeah. two preps almost merged into each other, like a year long. So that, was, that ended up being about 14, 15. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think generally speaking, yeah. 16 will be pretty pretty realistic this time around. Yeah. Pretty yeah. sustainable. Again, I don't have a whole lot to drop. So. Yeah. What was the lowest? What was the lowest you got? I don't know. I, uh, I, it was, I think the week before the show, I was just below 2000, I think. Um, but that's just, Back. again, it's good because I don't see the numbers. I don't see the macros. I just got the meal plan. I think if I saw the exact, if I <laughs> saw the macros and the numbers, I'd be like probably placebo effect. You know what? I'm going to start, yeah, I'm going to start doing that oh, in my clone so that yeah. I get questions. I'm going to struggle with this, but you look at the food Place itself. Like, okay. It's just, worth <laughs> yeah. but yeah, it was low. Right, right, but, right. Um, yeah. It wasn't like anything stupid. Like, I wasn't dying or anything. Yeah. Yeah. I was very depleted. I think I got down to 86 yeah. uh, a week before the show, before the, and then before we started carving up. So I was very light. Yeah. Shit. But yeah. 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 So obviously, like, yeah. the goal will be Olympia um, at, at some point. And for those that aren't aware, like, 
you either win your pro show and then you get automatic qualification for Olympia yeah. or it goes on a point system. So for you, you know, if you're looking to do a show mid next year, would you look to maybe yeah. do a couple back to back, um, just to give yourself yeah. a better chance for so, especially going through points or something? over the States or Europe, wherever I go, like I may yeah. well get around all the good shows and make it a big experience as well. But yeah, definitely. I think as well with classic, you, you want to make sure that you're peaking perfectly and holding the right look for that, uh, the exact shape thereafter, instead of just being the biggest, hardest guy on stage as well. Yeah. So the yeah. more experience yeah. you have, the more feedback yeah. you get, yeah. the more you can practice peaking methods and your coach will get to know how things work. So I think more shows are better. Definitely. Um, as long as you're not running yourself into the ground. Yeah. But yeah, I think I'd like to do at least, at least two or three next year. Um, and then, yeah, just smash yep. out the park and see how we go. So that's, that's a, one of the big um, advantages with IFBB is that there's so many shows stacked together that, you know, I remember when I was doing it in Men's Physique, you could pick out shows and you can do them like two weeks apart, you know, so you, you don't have to make huge sacrifices. Like at the moment I'm doing uh, shows eight weeks apart yeah. and it's a nightmare because it's just like that window of time is like, you just throw some calories back in and then you got to take them back out. And it's more of like a mind game yeah. than, than anything, you know, but when you can split the shows and you do like two weeks apart, um, it's yeah, a much easier definitely. to pick. I think my, the, I've together. never, I've never traveled much in my life before. So the, I think the travel is going to be a big thing, thing for me as well. Just organizing that and figuring out how shit works in other countries. But I think there, I heard there was like yeah. a, is there, is there a New Zealand pro show as well? I don't know if that's still a thing over there. Cause yeah, I was thinking yeah, that would yeah. be a good way to get my feet wet. I actually, just had um, lines up in similar times, and then yeah, see that's like just a warm up, little mini travel over just next door, and then if the times line up, I can bump over to the states and stuff in the following few weeks. But yeah, it's just it's just all now just like a big planning game and trying to like line up the whole trip. Yeah, actually, they had um, last weekend they had the oh, they did. Uh, oh, classic pro show there okay. in New Zealand, and. Um, Grant Patrice won, so he oh, got his okay. uh, Olympia qualification. He's been around for years and years, so congratulations to Grant. Um, he came and absolutely appealed, yeah, so okay. he mm. was really good. Yeah, there's, there's heaps of shows around. So yeah, I've been I've been following um, yeah, I've been following Alex Alex up in yeah. Queensland, um, who's who yeah he's now I don't I don't know how tall that guy is or, or what his weight is. He's actually a really yeah. nice guy, and. Um, he seems to probably be one of Australia's best at the minute. Yeah, he's a say? monster. He's, um, I think I was speaking to him just the other day. Because he's yeah. a big dude, I was man. speaking to him the other day. He um, yeah, had to he's really a big cut dude. down for his last show to make weight. But I think he's sort of done some things to fix his posture a little bit and give himself a little bit extra height. So now he can actually be heavier. And I saw him the other day. <laughs> he looks like he looks like, like 10 times better than I've seen him ever. Like he's looking bigger, fuller. He's not as flat. He's looking <laughs> sick. So... I think he goes over to Europe in like two weeks to compete. Um, I think it was Spain and right. He looks yeah, like he's, he's, in, he's shape. in shape, but yeah. he's um he's ready to go in a couple of weeks. So I think he'll do well. Yeah. But who else is there? Um, there's uh, Ethan as well, who went pro the year before I won. He's won, yeah. went and done a few shows. I think in I think Canada and Europe and stuff. Um, and I think he made. I think he and made top he five go? or top four in a couple of shows. So he did well. Um, yeah. But other than those two. Wow. Can't think of any other classic guys in Australia who are actively because we don't have too many. We don't Australians don't have too many classic yeah, physique there's pros. There's a bunch of pros, think. but not a lot. That well, are, it's just because of COVID, eh? Um, there's of, probably someone I'm forgetting. Like now, you're seeing, you're seeing like the aftermath of COVID. Like 
a classic which just starting to get some momentum before COVID happened, you know, and then everyone sort of had their off seasons and shows got canceled. So there was a lot of like pro card opportunities that were kind of missed. But now you're seeing like the aftermath of like now everyone's ready and now you're getting these huge numbers, particularly in Australia coming through. Um, and I think just the explosion of like Chris Bumstead is like, you know, the number one viewed bodybuilder in the world now, you know, yeah. like he is Mr. Olympia, like in most people's eyes, you know, he's the biggest yeah. commercial success and every dude wants to look like him. And I think you're seeing that like translate into the numbers that are turning up at shows now, which is just, yeah, which is so. awesome. It's, it's taking yeah. off more than yeah. ever. And like, you're right after COVID, I think everyone's now had time to reset. So like all the Australian athletes are amateurs and pros are starting to pick up in numbers again. Um, but yeah, I'm really keen to see what other Australian pros can, um, go over and do some damage over in whatever country they go to. But, um, there's another guy as well. Um, Raz, I think he's in, I think he's in Western Australia. Um, but I think he's another pro who's been doing a few shows, I think in Thailand and stuff as well. But yeah, I, oh, yeah. he looks sick. Actually, yeah, I've, um, I've seen him. But yeah, off the top of my head, I can't think yeah. of any other Australian pros that are actively out there competing now, but hopefully it increases. Obviously I'll be over there next mm. year, whoever wins this year. Yeah. Hopefully he'll come and join us and stuff as well next year over wherever we go for the pros as well. So, is is there um, only one pro, pro uh, qualifier in Australia the one this year? I did season A, uh, Chippa, yeah. April, and there's one going on in two weeks. So they give out yeah two pro cards per right. year uh, per category. So classic gets two pros in Australia, opens get two pros, physique gets two pros. Um, yeah, so it's not a big right. number really right. compared to <laughs> compared to the American shows and stuff. Yeah. But I wonder if that might change, you know, given how many numbers they're starting to get, you know, there's a warrant for, and the quality that's coming through. Like, it's not like these yeah, guys aren't yeah. pro quality, you know? So maybe they could, maybe it could cool. expand maybe at some cool. point. Um, there, there was a point where they did like a, a smaller show, like mid-year in Australia. I think only certain categories. They did season A, season B, and then a mid-year smaller show. And they gave that pro cards. So it'd be cool to see that come back. But I think it almost makes it more exciting in Australia because there's less pro cards. Like, you almost, I don't know, you feel yeah. good about yourself. You can win, like, uh, a more, like, restricted... Um, yeah. Yeah. The bragging rights, the bragging yeah, rights, bro. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. you can brag about it a bit. But, yeah, I think if the numbers keep increasing, they'd want to increase the pro card so that we've got more Australians that are able to go overseas and, like, represent as well. So I think it's probably likely. But if you look at America, yeah. they give out, I think, uh, yeah. a pro card per, uh, per height class. Show. Yeah, well, per show, but per height class too. So, oh, say for classic, sometimes there's like three yep. height classes, and then obviously the overall winner of that gets a pro card. But I think over in the states, they give it out to the winner of every height class in certain shows. So they get they give away heaps. Obviously, more guys doing it there too. But yeah, because it's something like yeah. that happen here. But you just, yeah, it just comes down to numbers, I guess. Hey. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Are you coaching PT and are you, what yeah, are you doing so I've, work, I've always, I've been a PT for oh, uh, a lot of years now, probably like five years or so. And then I've transitioned more into online yep. work now. So all my clients are just online clients. Like if I look at my majority of my client base is sort of like me, maybe four years ago. So guys who are sort of younger, they're taking, they're taking Trying to get into the gym and, and yeah, so young guys. guys. want to take the next yep. step from just doing basic go get a pump in the gym to more structured work, build some muscle, get in good condition and then prepare to compete later on down the track as well for a lot of clients too. Um, now I've got a few clients who are competing and right, stuff yeah. uh, soon as well. But yeah, I look at my client base as if they were myself a few years back. So it's kind of cool because I can just give them all the feedback of 
things that I sort of learnt from, um, yeah, from my mistakes as well, and just sort of fast track everything. So it's fun because it's like that exciting yeah. phase of training. You probably remember <laughs> when you start going from going to the gym for fun and then going to the gym for yeah more purpose. So it's exciting to sort of see people transition from that, yeah. which is where most of them are at. But yeah, 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 and that's that's the period as well where you make the most progress because you're going from that transitionary period where you're just kind of bumming around in the gym, not taking it too seriously. And then all of yeah. a sudden you like structured training with your nutrition and then everything yeah, just so starts happening really, really quickly. That you know? phase doing my own mm -hmm. stuff. Then going and signing with a coach, like it's, it's exciting because you're almost guaranteed like double the amount of progress you made beforehand because yeah. you've got proper structure behind you without guessing around and playing around with shit. But yeah, it's exciting. So I think I sort of yeah. feel some of that excitement from when I was in that phase with some of my clients. I'm like, oh, you're gonna love this. Like, I'll be making a program, be like, all right, yeah. this is gonna be nice. They're gonna hate it because it's gonna be hard, but they're gonna love the results. So yeah, it's exciting. <laughs> but yeah, that's how I spend my days. Yeah, like yeah. I'm either at the gym training, or I'm <laughs> eating one of my million meals a day, or I'm behind a laptop building programs and chatting to clients. So it's pretty. It all goes pretty hand in hand, really. That's pretty much all I do. I'll give it to you, man. Yeah. You're very level-headed, and and um, you know you. After obviously speaking to you on here and that, like you, you're pretty switched on, bud. Like you know, for a young fella to be becoming quite successful across the bodybuilding industry, yeah, is pretty I'm cool. pretty lucky, yeah. You know what I mean, like you, you, you're not, yeah, you're not arrogant. You're not up yourself. You're very, you're very cool and collected. It's good to see that you, you yeah, staying I'm, very I'm, humble. I think bud. the main thing. I'm just grateful for. You know what I mean? You guys are saying the fact that we get to just like make a living out of going to the gym which we do for fun like it's pretty sick and obviously everyone's got their own reasons yeah, it's a yeah. hobby man it's a hobby it's a hobby that we make money everyone's from got their own reasons yeah. to compete and everything but i think for myself and probably most guys like you who do it for the love of it like it's it's exciting to be able to do what you love and make an income out of it as like a byproduct so yeah i'm just happy i get to see what i do 100 that's why dan yeah. and i said let's get together and do a podcast and we're doing this what almost two years dan yeah yeah, been almost two years, you know. In, just, into COVID or start of COVID or start of COVID, or, I think we sort of got it up and running and that. And um, obviously, you know, having the opportunity to talk to so many different people across the industry, you know, from coaches to athletes to we've had some, you know, nutritionists, you know, we've had um, uh, we've got we've got a cool physio that's we're, we're trying to line up at the moment. Just the dynamics with inside of just doing this podcast, we get to get a lot of insight, and this helps a lot of the younger guys understand obviously for someone that is your age at 24 just the, the progress and the the accomplishment that you've done at such a young age gives them insight that you know that anything's achievable you know and and we're very fortunate that we can have so many cool people jump on this cast and 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 have a yarn to us just like bro chat girl chat whatever it may be but as long as uh as long as we sort of get their insight and sort of their success and how they do it and you know their mistakes you know just yeah. like you were saying before um, yeah, Dan and I, Dan and I are certainly, um, big advocates for, for, you know, for hearing people's stories because it's, it's kind of interesting, you know, yeah. cause we're, we're the exact same as you, you know, like I, I didn't yeah. start my bodybuilding career till I was 26. I was an ex fighter for 14 right. years. You know what I mean? I, I, I was a boxer for 12 and a kickbox for two. And then pretty much me being a pretty boy, I was like, fuck, I don't want to be smashed in the face anymore. Hey, eh? I'm sort of <laughs> sort of got sick of getting <laughs> smashed up. So um, and, but I was in the gym, sat no different here. I think I was about 16 when I was actually training in and out of the gym for a different sport. But, um, I, I, I started taking a real love for, for bodybuilding at about 24 
and that was sort of seen that the, my my sort of my fighting career or fighting training sort of coming to an end because I was sort of done with the, the injuries and all that sort of stuff. And then obviously taking off from the age of 26 till now I'm 36, you know, 10 years with inside of bodybuilding and stuff and seeing, seeing like not only the difference in obviously how I've changed and Dan will probably be the same because we're similar ages, but just how the muscle maturity that you're going to end up getting in the next few years, bro. Yeah. Is gonna I'm careful now, yeah. You know, you're for someone that's 24, man, 24, and you're already that yeah. round and full. You know, like we, Dan and I are big guys in general. You know what I mean? Like my off season, I'm about 125, nearly 130. <laughs> that's a goal. You know what I mean? And like, I, I, yeah, like I'm a big boy in the off season. And Dan, you're you're about 105 or something, aren't you, in the off season? Uh, about 112. Yeah, sorry. So yeah, you're, you're, Dan's a big guy in the off season as well. So. But that maturity didn't really come until I was in my thirties, man. You're still six fucking years off that. Like it's, gonna be, <laughs> it's actually going to be mind blowing to you know get you back on the podcast in a couple of years ago. Gals, what the <laughs> yeah, fuck I'm is good. going on, bro? Yeah, you know. Yeah, and and obviously yeah, like seeing that. seeing the progression and the accolades yet again over the next couple of years, just seeing how well you will do. And I I'm I'm saying this truthfully. I think you're going to do very very well, mate. Yeah. You um you have it's good to see that you're representing Australia and bodybuilding and and that you have a true love for what it is that yeah. Dan and I love. Yeah, it's fun. That's, that's why I you love know, this sort of stuff. Like, cool, I feel like in the gym or on podcasts, I could like sit and chat with people about bodybuilding like all day. I think I'll catch up with people in the gym yeah. and I just want to come yeah, and say exactly. hi or whatever. And then ten minutes later, I'm like, oh shit, I'm talking yeah. about like the Olympia. I need to be training. Like, but yeah, <laughs> I think when yeah. you love it, you can just speak about it forever. Yeah. That's why podcasts and like stuff like this is sick. Yeah. 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 yeah, like you said, you can just chat about the stories and stuff and hear where everyone comes from and yeah, it's fun. I, I love it. Just back that's, in the world that's out awesome. there supporting yeah. fitness, man, you know, like because being in lockdown and in COVID for such a long time, there was a lot of depression and we spoke about this, you know, through through obviously our other podcast and that, but it was really bad for depression, especially in the males. You know, and not being able to train and, and obviously, you know, just being um, stuck and locked up in, in one environment and not having a free environment just to go to the one place that is mentally health for a lot of people, male and female, you know. And, and then you take that away from, you know, people like us that that's all we know. I don't know anything else. I don't know, you know, I'm not a tradie or anything like that. All I know is is my hobby and my profession is to be in the gym. And so you take that away from someone that, that has always had that. It's been pretty tough. And then coming out of, obviously, the whirlwind of all that fucking shit and then to be able to get back into the gym and see the sport progressively grow at such a fast, rapid pace is absolutely yeah. remarkable for one. But it's good to see the people that were locked up are now going out and trying to get their health and fitness back in check. So it's actually, as bad as the situation was, it's actually progressively made... I think the health and fitness yeah. industry stronger. Yeah, it's picking so, up. I think it's picking up massively because I think they said yesterday the Queensland show was yeah. like the biggest. I think they said almost the biggest ever in um, Australian uh, amateur shows. I think, but I think I heard yeah, something like 320 or 300 or something, wasn't it? Which was crazy. Um, and then same with the gym. Yeah, I trained crazy. at um, Doherty's Brunswick down here. And they, I think when I first moved to Melbourne a few months back, it was a little bit quiet because everything was sort of coming back from COVID. But now it's starting, like, you can sense it's getting busier again, like, all the competitors around, like, all the hype's starting to build back up. So everything's, I think everything's starting to, it's obviously past the COVID 
dodgy shit. Now it's like almost up, sort of skyrocketing past yeah. where it was beforehand. So everything's yeah, everything's sick. So where where we where were you I was, uh, we on the Gold Coast? So we sort of skipped most of like we didn't really okay. have to suffer too much through COVID. We had a few too much. lockdowns, but the yeah. worst thing we had to do was go uh, sneak into mates' home gyms and train there, and then the rest of the day was sort of spent at the beach. So I I can't complain. I, I, I feel bad talking about that over here, and everyone else that has been living in Melbourne, yeah, obviously struggled the most. But we had it pretty easy, so I don't, I don't want to boast about it too much. Yeah. Can, can I, can I ask we why you moved down, down to Melbourne? Gym. So, we came here for the national show that we can, I competed really? earlier this year, and I was like, oh, Melbourne's pretty sick, and we we're sort of keen yeah. to get a new apartment. So we're like, well, why don't we just spend a little bit of time in Melbourne before we're going to find a new place? Set ourselves out out of um, Doty's gym, obviously yeah. like the traditional like gym for bodybuilding in australia so like it's been fun sort of setting ourselves out of here um but yeah it's just sort of a bit of an experience yep. purely for bodybuilding like for the gyms for the environment for the culture of it um, yeah, we'll so... probably move back to the coast again at some point relatively i don't know maybe early next year just because the coast is like an awesome place to live but for the experience of like the it last is, isn't six, it? I don't know, five months living here has just been like a bodybuilding camp like Go to Doty's gym, train, come home, eat, yeah. work, back to the gym. Like so, it's yeah. For the experience, Melbourne's sick. If you're into bodybuilding, as you guys would know, eh? Yeah. Well, I used to live in um, Brunswick East there, so I was I was right amongst it. I used to go to Doherty's there, train I there. Love it. It's, it's just such a good sport. atmosphere, yeah. eh? And like, obviously, watching YouTube videos of people training at yeah. Gold's Venice, I feel like that's the closest thing in Australia yet. Yeah. So here's a here's a good story, yeah. and you'll love this one, Carlos. So I used to train out of Brunswick three days a week with Scotty Goble, right? And um, there was a time, and Scotty will vouch for this, it was probably one of the most remarkable fucking moments of any bodybuilder could ever imagine, right? Him and I used to train legs. We're training buddies for, for a few years. And, and what actually happened was is that we're on the leg press, and we used to do some pretty <laughs> fucked up shit on, the, on, on leg days. And of all people, while Scotty's on the leg yeah. press, I think we had to do... And we, we had to do this crazy amount of reps and something just to really fuck us up. And of all people that walked yeah. down the fucking, down that ramp into the leg room, I've seen the video. Tom Platts. Yeah. Of all people, have you seen the video? Tom Platts walks down <laughs> and he starts yelling at Scott. Doesn't know Scott, never introduced himself <laughs> to Scott. He's just yelling at him going, come on, you motherfucker, let's go. And I'm looking, I'm looking at Scotty. I'm like, I need. I wish I had my phone right now to record what the fuck is actually going on. This is the most unbelievable moment of my of my amateur career. Tom Platt's coming down and yelling at us to do a leg workout. It was just, it was so awesome. And he was the nicest, generous, time giving time uh, person that you could ever ask for, especially for someone that obviously is an icon of the sport. But just seeing him walk mm. down, man, and he just seen his fucking train because we were yelling at each other and that. And then for him to to literally start yelling at both of us on this leg press was like, <laughs> what are the fucking chances he would pay of this like happening? Of you know what I mean? It was like, pretty he does, cool. Like, seminars and stuff, and yeah, bro, like it was just yeah. it was epic. So that was um, and Scott will vouch for that. That was one of the, probably the coolest coolest moments I think um, that especially at Doldy's uh, Brunswick, one of the coolest moments I experienced was that guy walking down and just started yeah. yelling at us to get the extra reps out like like you see on his YouTube. He was exactly the that. same in person. Yeah. That'd be you know? a dream come yeah, true. Yeah, it was oh, really that was cool. on that old white Cybex leg yeah. press, wasn't it? 
I love that one. That's yeah. it. Yeah, seen have you seen the yeah. video? Someone showed me a while back. Yeah. Someone oh, yeah, yeah. Like, have you seen this video of Scott, yeah, um, Scott and Tom Platt? I was like, what? Tom Platt? But yeah, and then that's the leg press I use yeah. almost every day as well. Yeah. So every time I'm on it, I'm like, all right, I just act as if Tom Platt is watching me right now and just rep it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It was pretty cool, man. So um, yeah, but that was, that's, that's, nah, that's <laughs> yeah, that was a good story, that one. So um, how are we going? I think we're probably close to wrapping up now anyway, aren't we, fellas? Is there anything else you want yeah, to add in there, Dan? Um, I just think it's, mate, like, as you were saying before, like, it's it's exciting. Like, we're talking about how much we love bodybuilding and jumping on here and having yarns and that. But it's exciting for me also just because of, like, how much passion we have for it, but meeting guys like yourself that are in a position where you've, you're lucky enough that you found it early, you know, obviously, but then you've got the discipline to carry it through to put yourself in a position now where you're, like, 24 and you're a classic physique pro and mate, you got room to grow, and like you've got so much time ahead of you, like that's fucking exciting. You know, I love seeing that shit, and um, mate, just pumped to see how far you go, man. Because you got massive talent. You've obviously got the the work ethic and the discipline to to get there. Yeah, so I'm um, excited too. Mate, we're, we're excited like you said, it. it's just it's like getting your pro cards, like just the beginning. <laughs> like, I haven't done a first pro show. I, yeah, yeah, I exactly. don't feel like, it's like starting I from scratch. Warranted to call myself a pro until I've done a pro show, so it's it's like yeah, very early days, but I'm excited yeah. too. Plenty to look forward to. Yeah. Now we've yeah, we've, yeah young mate, it, we've definitely enjoyed having a chat with you. You're you're an inspiration to a lot of the yeah, young guys that. coming up, man. I'm happy, very happy to come on whenever. Obviously, but yeah, it'd be cool to jump back on after the pro shows. Yeah, yeah no, sure. don't worry. We'll be getting you back on yeah, to check yeah. in after your show and that, man. We want to we want to have a yarn and find yeah, out exactly what happened and how you felt and obviously yeah. your placing and, and um, yeah. But even leading into your, leading into your prep, yeah. your cut, leading into the show. Yeah, that's actually good. Here. We might get you on just before maybe you fly out for your show or something like that yeah. and just touch base with you. So we'll, we'll love to have you back on, mate, because uh, this is this is exciting for, for Dan and myself seeing someone yeah. so young. This is cool. Yeah, man. I love this it. Is very Always cool. happy to come on. So where's, uh, where's, where's the best place for people to contact you uh, for coaching? Uh, and uh, just give us a plug on, obviously, uh, contact details. Instagram is the best way. I've got links set up in the link tree and all that sort of stuff with coaching inquiries. But yeah, like we spoke about before, I guess my main, uh, my main thing is just coaching young guys who want to put on some mass. So um, anyone who wants to get amongst it, you just over Instagram is the best way to do things. And then obviously reach out. I always jump on the phone, have a call with everyone who's keen to jump on board, have a chat and then make sure everyone's a good fit for the team. But yeah, I guess that's the best way. Instagram is where everything's at these days. So you can find everything there. But um, yeah, I'm excited to work with anyone who's keen for it. And your Instagram just my username. Callum Hins. Yeah, just uh, Callum Hins. Hins, no underscores, no nothing. Just, just my name. Yeah. Perfect. Um, I think that's about it. We appreciate you coming on and um, we wish you the best of luck in this off season. And yeah, we man. are looking forward to seeing what happens with you and your yeah, you. pro debut in mid next year. Mid next year. Tom will fly. I'm very excited. And good luck to you guys as well, obviously, with your shows coming up. I'm keen to see that as well. And then if you ever jump back, yeah, in thank the you. Thanks, mate. Thank you. Way, I reckon you would be a good fit because it's yeah, <laughs> more sort of structure, eh? But. Exciting all around. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Callum. And uh, Dan, my man, I'll talk to you very soon. Uh, thank you for yep. staying tuned. Out on your podcast, episode 15. Sweet.